Hi, thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Wife Unity podcast with myself, Kofi. Um, in this episode, recording on the 20th of November, I got to talk to Jenny, uh, the director of the London Bike Kitchen, but also one of the founders of the now prolific Women of Colour Cycling Collective, which is just going from strength to strength. Listening to Jenny about her journey from San Diego through to Japan and how she found her love for the bike um, and moving to London, um, is, is for me, was really inspirational. I hope you enjoy it as much as I did. Thanks for tuning in. Is it working now? It's working. Can you hear me? Hey, yes. Come on. <laughs> I love it when we make technology work. I love it. I tell you, it's just, yeah. Some days it just doesn't work, but some days it works. Um, but you... We have to roll with it. And my thing is, like, to be delayed is not to be denied. Last time I did it, we, we did one with Vera. It just cut off and all sorts happening. But we just we just roll with it. So how's your day been? How's your day been now that we're connected? Uh, it's been good. I taught a class today. And okay, great. All about uh, how to clean your chain because that's very mm-hmm. important for bike maintenance. Mm-hmm. So, uh and I, I, before I go live, like just now, even I get like really nervous. I get like stage fright. So, it's like, yeah, I get like an hour before I just blank. It's just like I yeah. can't focus on anything else, and I'm just like, oh, <laughs> so, oh no, I got double whammy don't, today. <laughs> don't 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 be nervous. Don't be nervous. Did the class go all right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it's. Again, like I over prepare, so yeah, uh, I don't like it when things go wrong. I know there's things like technology no. you have no control over, but I I'm totally. going to have everything to hand just in case, and then you know pre- hope for the best, prepare for the worst. <laughs> yeah, something something like that, something like that. Cool, and, and I can see. I, how do I pronounce it? Is it Sakidis? Is that yeah, how I pronounce it? Yeah. Hey, Sakinis. Yeah. <laughs> Evagoras Rex. I know. I see you, sir. Welcome. And thanks for joining. Women of Color Cycling Group is in the house as well. Thank you, Evan, for joining. And cheers to you. Have you got, is that a cup of tea you've got in there? It is. Okay. I'm going to say mine's a cup of tea, but it might not be. But cheers. <laughs> cheers. It might not be. So, what, what about plans for the weekend? Have you got anything that you're looking forward to that you've, you've, you've scheduled some time to take care of? Uh, sorry. What was the qu- question? Um, uh, what's plans, going on? Plans for you? Yeah, for you for your weekend. Really, have you got anything that you're planning to do? I have to work. I have to work tomorrow in the workshop. Mm. Uh, <laughs> and Sundays are. I try to make my no bike day. Okay. Uh, nothing to do with work. Nothing. It's really hard though, because you know when yeah. you just got all these little side bits on. You yeah. Know, yeah, we're gonna get into that. We're gonna get into that. You, yeah, definitely gonna get into that. But I think we're we're sort of just a few minutes past the hour, and um, I always keep a track because Instagram, as far as I know, after an hour we cut off, and there's so much, so much to cover, so much to chat about that I want to I want to jump right into. It. So if it's okay with you, what I'll do is I'll do a brief, very striking short introduction of myself, and I'll turn over to you to tell us a bit about what, who you are, where you are, and then we'll meander. Um, and if anyone's got any questions, do you mind if you see them or I see them? We'll make it interactive so that people can get to know you and ask anything they want. If you see it at the bottom there, we you you good with that? Yeah. Excellent. And Leap sixty six. Nevin, Nevin in the house. Hey, Nevin. Um, <laughs> um, 
So, so my name's Kofi, and I'm the founder of Vibe for Unity. For anybody that hasn't heard me speak before, well, I think quite a few of you probably have. Um, and Vibe for Unity is is very simple in terms of its ethos. It is to celebrate the unity and the diversity of our cycling community, and in fact, our family. Um, and the ethos of it is that it doesn't matter who you are, it doesn't matter where you are. Together, we love bikes. Together, we ride. And even though we might not be mainstream, we might not be mainstream, we might not be on all the billboards. We exist, and we come in different sizes, sexes shades shapes anything else that begins with s basically we come in it and if your name begins with a to a z you're in the family you're welcome so the idea of this chat series and my community is that through representing the great stories of amazing people like jenny you can be inspired to say well if jenny can do it why can't i if if lex can do it why can't i if duke can do the crazy stuff that duke was doing why can't i you know so that's the idea you, you, you can be what you see and we're trying to bring that representation to increase participation. So enough from me. My guest today, um, and Power, I'm very pleased to have, is, is effectively the lady you want to have if you go on I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here. This lady, <laughs> no, serious, real talk. That this lady, Jenny, like no idea. take my word for it. If you went on it, you'd be nothing to the hustle are numerous and we'll try and get into as many of those as possible but Jenny would you mind telling everyone a bit about who you are and where in the world you are and then we can start to flow around a bit yeah um so my name is Jenny Buzdowski I'm based in London but originally from San Diego in California um I am the director of the London Bike Kitchen so we started out in March 2012, teaching people how to fix their own bikes through classes and drop-in sessions. Uh, we did start out with a WAG night, which is a women and gender variant night, because I definitely saw that need for getting more women into uh, a bike workshop space. Mm -hmm. And um, two years ago, I started up the Women of Color Cycling Group with mm -hmm. Joe Walker. Um, mm -hmm. And that's that's really amped up this year. And kind of the same time that you started doing these chats, we decided we we took everything online and uh, decided to become like an actual incorporated group, like a charitable incorporated organization, CIO. I think that's the name. Okay. We're still we're still in contact with the charity commission and yeah different iterations of the constitution and it's just like oh my god uh yeah, i brought it it's called how to build yes a how to build a bike amazing there is one making its way over to you so maybe next week or something like that so thank you thank you this is handy because what's the premise of the book i mean i was going to talk about that later but as you showed it what's the book about i mean it says it in the title but what does it teach you yeah it's funny because it's more about how to take a bike apart and build it into a single speed because uh -huh. single speed bikes are a lot easier to take care of and they're cheaper to maintain, they're faster mm -hmm. and they're a good place to start if you want to yeah. learn about bike maintenance. So it's not just about building a bike, it's about taking care of the things that Maybe you need to change a brake cable, or maybe you need to mm -hmm. change your pedals, or something like that. So all that stuff is in here. There's a lot of basics. It's in there. 
I love that. And it's timely that you're sending it to me because after last week's chat with you, I've basically been on eBay searching for a single speed bike because I want to be cool. I want to be like Duke and ride a single speed. So that book is going to yes. come in super helpful. Thank yes. you so much. Yes. Thank you. I want to say hello to a couple of people. So Catherine and I, she's my colleague in real world and she is in real life, should I say, is an amazing human being. Thank you for joining, Catherine. Um, Sion Dion said, whoop, whoop. Uh, Joseph Knapp. Uh, Joseph, welcome. Oh, Faith is here. Faith, I was asking whether you ever joined me. I see you in the house. Thank you for tuning in. Brilliant. So thanks for taking us in that journey. And and actually interesting, because I think when we spoke before, I would actually have to say that you're like an international woman of mystery because you said you were born in the US, right? Yeah. Yeah. You now live here, but I'm pretty sure when we talked before, you didn't always just live in the US and here. Like, where did you go in between that? There's been some in between. Um, <laughs> I lived in Japan for three Amazing. years. Um, actually, that was that was a pivotal, like life changing choice. Uh -huh. um, that that was where my love for riding bikes came uh, into play, because I'm originally from California. You were you're like born driving, so right. uh, people don't take bikes seriously. Um, and then when I went to go to Japan to teach English. Mm -hmm. uh, they, um, my school gave me a bike to get around. And initially I was like, what is this? Like, I don't want to ride a bike. And then <laughs> the, minute, the minute I got on, I was like, you don't forget. And um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, hang on a second. This is great. Like I didn't have to take the anyone else's schedule. Like I was on my own schedule. Mm -hmm. I didn't have to wait for the, the bus or the train, which to be fair in Japan, public transport's really good. It's on point. Uh, I heard it's on point. Like it runs, <laughs> when it says it's leaving, it's leaving. I've heard that. Yes. It, yes. They don't mess around over there. Um, but riding a bike was great. And you can ride on the pavement. You can ride on the road. You can um, ride the wrong way on the street and no one gets angry <laughs> at you. Like everyone's really chill and it's, a great environment to be reintroduced into using the bike as a form of transport. Mm -hmm. and, that's amazing. And then, yeah, that's also when I started to do a lot of event management and where I realized like, oh, these are the things you have to do to organize groups of people. And so that's also definitely come into play with my job now. And yeah. in the past like 10 years of like, well, organizing a class, um, organizing events like LBK did um, one of our favorite things is bikeyoki, which is basically riding a bicycle while singing. And oh, I love that! Yeah, it was great. We did it at Look Mom No Hands, and uh, I definitely wanted to make it a thing, but you know, I've got too many fingers and too many pies. So this is what I was talking about. I'm going to go back to when I said the hustle is real, and if we go and I'm a celebrity, get me out, but we're going to win. I mean it, like literally when I, I was trying to fit all the things, you know, when I did the post to send that, I've got like mechanic, I've got director, London Bike Kitchen, I've got author, I've got podcast as well, which we haven't even got to the podcast bit, like you're doing a lot of things. So I just wanted to ask, is that like, what is it? Like, do you, do you, like, how do you get my question right? What is it that drives you? Because I can say you haven't chosen like, path of just like oh i just do this thing and i'll stick with that you're doing so many so do you have 
like a motto, a mantra, anything that could impart some wisdom to people like myself to do more things, spin more plates. I don't know if it's necessarily a good thing. Um, okay. I <laughs> like, uh, workahol is delicious. Like, I am a workaholic for sure. Mm-hmm. And I'm fighting it. Like, the, I had to go, I had like a breakdown maybe five years ago and went to therapy for the first time and then discovered like, oh, like you have, you know, these workaholic, not just tendencies, but it's just, it's a real drive. Mm. Um, So I don't know if it's necessarily a good thing. Also, another thing about myself is I'm a starter. I'm not a finisher. So I get Uh. like always getting these random ideas. I'm like, oh, I want to do this. And then I'll just leave everything else. (laughs) start something else amazing like it's it's if you know that about yourself then you know that you should probably create something if you want it to have life it needs to have people who are finishers as well as you know to be able to create stuff so wccg was is a good example where um i think jules and i were both like we're not finishers. Like we, we want to start stuff, but we're not good with the fine print. We're not good with, you know, making things, uh, cemented. So it was like, well, let's just start it and see what happens. And mm-hmm. <laughs> Sarah says she's taking notes. <laughs> <laughs> like, this Sarah, is it. Sarah, Come and get business tips it. ideas. <laughs> Come and get business tips ideas. Amazing. <laughs> so, I mean, you know what you, you said there? I mean, it's really intriguing me because did, did, at what point did you realize that you were more of a starter and not a finisher? Is that a recent revelation or is, did you know it from like way back? Oh, I think it's a recent one. I grew up like um, in a really strict immigrant household and... Mm-hmm. It was all, you ju- I just did what I was told. I never really thought for myself until like mm-hmm. maybe Japan kind of started it because I was like, I'm not living at home. I'm living abroad. Mm-hmm. I got to take care of myself now. And then mm-hmm. coming here, I think London's actually been really good in terms of like a really supportive environment. Like the, it's, mm-hmm. it's a big city, but it still feels like there's co- a community. Like once you yeah. find a thing, yeah, 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 yeah. community and like online as well and that's yeah. when it's more like oh that's uh, a way to start to realize like this is who I am and where I fit in and how I can contribute yeah, yeah. and yeah I don't, it, it was never something I knew from like the get-go it was it's, no. it's been a journey I love that. I love that. I love that. I love that it's been a journey because, and I don't know if this relates to me. Maybe you tell me if it does or not. But, but I think uh, I read something somewhere that there's a distinct difference between like leadership and then management. Like leaders will like, you know, have their like. And Matt Matt Shreve, who's on here, great guy. Matt was just put light bulb. He's one of these people. I think in my mind, Matt, you may disagree. Put it in the chat if you disagree. But he's got so many ideas. You talk to the guy, and you're like, oh my god, like it's like the Millennium Falcon when it engages more speed. It's like, and I'm like, slow down, Matt. Slow down. I need to just just take a minute. But then I'm not saying you can't manage. But then the management is the the, the person that is like, right, 
execution like mm -hmm. to get to there we need to work back we need to do so there's a difference in that and I, i'm glad that you figured that out because i feel like sometimes in life you know we just uh we're trying to meander and everyone thinks everyone else has got it all figured out but you haven't really and we're all trying to learn and we're all on this journey so beautiful um, and thank you for sharing that and um it's like super inspirational as well so i was just going to ask in terms of your journey in cycling like did it start from japan or did you ride bikes and, and, like before like you know like all of us like, as a kid and stuff like that. I rode bikes as a kid, of course. Yeah. And like yeah. some of my favorite memories are just, we lived in a, a neighborhood where there, it was a closed, like you had to, you drove in, but it wasn't mm -hmm. through access. So it was really safe for us to just ride around everywhere. And I remember, you know, my parents would just let us go and just ride and fall off your bike, skin your knee, that, you know, all that. But the minute I turned 15, it was like, bye, I'm driving. And yeah, um, 15 and 10 years later, you 15, know? you can drive. Yeah, you get your provisional license when you're 15. And uh, <laughs> I remember the first, <laughs> the first time I drove, my mom was sitting next to me and uh, I hadn't figured out like the turning radius quite for mm -hmm. the car. And then we were turning into my driveway and I totally underestimated it and ended up driving into the fence. <laughs> <laughs> We've been there. We've been there. I, tell you, it's, but we, I mean, who would know? You don't come out like learn how to drive a car. So you've got learning things and sometimes mistakes are where we do our learning. So that's awesome. That's awesome. And then in terms of like the type of cycling that you do now, are you like um into any particular type? Like, did you write the book on single speed because that's your thing? Or did you do road, off-road? Like, what's let's let's know a bit about what you like to do as a cyclist. Um, I ride every almost every day because I'm riding to work. Uh, okay. Definitely into like utility cycling, like riding mm -hmm. to go shopping, riding to go see friends. Obviously, mm -hmm. not really right now, but mm -hmm. um, yeah. I also I my dream is to have like a stable of different bikes where I like the sound of this you know different bikes for different rides like yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know you can only ride one bike at a time but different bikes mm -hmm. are made for different things yeah and so currently I've got four working bikes and they're all different uh, I've got a road bike which is kind of like my touring bike as well I've got yeah. a mountain bike my workhorse that I ride to work and then my single speed which is my, probably the fastest my road bike is probably the fastest but single speed is a close second and, and the single speed is not fixed it's so it's free hub free wheel okay cool cool free wheel um get that terms the workhorse that you've got is that because you can put stuff on it like can you, you like load it with panniers yeah. and bags and things in it yeah, it's got a big basket on the front, like a, a pizza oh. rack with a, a shopping basket on the front. Um, and it's, you know, it's it steel. It does the job. It does the job. Yeah. Um, it's strong and reliable. And I love that. I love that. You need that when you're going to. How long is your commute to work? How far is it? Like mileage all the time? It's not far at all. It's like three miles. That's all right. But at least you're spinning the spinning the wheels, which is lovely. And I, I ask this of everyone that comes on it because I just want to just hear what it is about cycling that people love. So for you, you know, I know you do a few different types of cycling and obviously you've got London Bike Kitchen and you've written a book about cycling. So I 
take it that you like like it a bit maybe you even love it it's all what right. is it it's all right <laughs> she says <laughs> you've only just kind of made it your career but um what is it about cycling that jenny you know you you particularly love like if you were to capture it oh i mean it's cliche but it's freedom it's just <clears throat> you you go wherever you want on your own schedule and it's fun mm. it's easy like it, there's no better way to get around yeah. in my eyes yeah. like, i hate taking public tra i like the idea of public transport i think it's very important we should invest in yeah. our public transport systems but i prefer riding a bike it's just a really great way to get around yeah no yeah. definitely definitely um I'm, i i 100 agree with you i i had today off i didn't work so the first thing I did, I was like, I'm not working today. I messaged, I've got the group called The Fellowship. These are these are like other guys predominantly who have families. So we normally ride on a Sunday morning. But usually you send a message and there's someone that can work an angle that can get out. There's always someone that's on it. So I messaged the guys. I was like, guys, like, I'm not working tomorrow. I can be free from the time of dropping my kids to school to picking them up. Who's up there? Who's out there? Um, and a good friend of mine, Frank, he, he said, yeah, let's do it. So we just went exploring today. We tried to beat the rain. Again, I failed. I seem to attract the rain. And um, I, I, I can't tell you how much that freedom resonates with me. You know, you're just out on your own steam, going and seeing all these places and tackling obstacles. It's, it's the bomb. And that's what I love. I love. I love doing this because when people share their stories, I'm hoping that others that don't ride might want to ride. And actually... That kind of is a nice segue. So because you know so much about bikes, like I'm going to call you like my bike guru. You are. The, you know, like the, the more I learn about bikes, the more I know I don't know very much at all. Like it's a whole world of just, you know, it's like a tree. It's got branches yeah. and it keeps splitting and it keeps growing new leaves. And you're like, oh, my God, how many speeds now? Like, what are these weird standards that keep coming out? And I'm like, I can't. Yeah. Like. No. Just give me a single. We do what? <laughs> yeah, single speed sounds like the way forward. So I'm on that mission. Christmas is coming, and I've told everybody it's my birthday on Boxing Day. I'm going to be 40. It's a massive birthday. Single speed is coming to my life. I don't know how, but I'm going to manifest it somehow. But what I wanted to ask you, Jenny, was advice for anyone wanting to start. Because I think on here we'll have people that are like recreational riders, thinking about starting to ride. Um, or taking it quite serious. But if someone's thinking to start out, because that's really where I want to get to, you know, people that want to just start, what would you say? What's your price? Does it have to be expensive? Are there ways you could do it that are cost effective? Like, just share the, spill the beans. Do you mean, like, starting out, like, you don't know how to ride a bike at all? Or maybe you've got... Maybe, maybe you used to ride as a kid, because I think a lot of people, maybe as a kid, you know, uh, did but now now you don't ride and you're an adult so you want to get back onto it let's go with that handle. um so it's a bit tough because bikes are in high demand right now so the price mm. of them has gone up and it's a real difficult thing to invest in if you're like oh is this Am I going to ride this? Or, But I guess one thing you can take from that is that because it's a hot commodity, you can always sell it if you don't like it. Um, mm. But you should buy a bike that you at least like the look of, I think. Like, right. I think it's important because otherwise you're not going to want to ride it if it's yeah, yeah. super heavy and 
Um, I don't know, but if if you're uncomfortable with the idea of riding alone, then everyone's got some weird bike mad friend. I'm pretty sure right. everyone knows someone, even if like right. in your circle of friends, um, someone knows someone that you go out with and yeah. they can show you the ropes. Uh, if you're in London, I know all the boroughs do free cycle training. I don't know if they're mm -hmm. doing it right now, but they might be. Um, and there's, yeah, I'd say that's a good place to start. Like it's some cycle training. If you've not ridden yeah. for like 10, 15, 20 years. Um, yeah. Also finding like a quiet area to practice in because getting on a bike can be difficult. <laughs> yeah. You know, you got to it's the whole leg over. and the balancing and the turning circle. Like, you don't want people crashing into their fences like you did with the car, right? Like, you need to, like, figure the maneuverability out and stuff. Well, that, that's helpful. That's helpful. Thank you. Yeah. Um, Sarah, I think, Sarah's gave you a, this emoji, which means, like, I think, hail Jenny. Um, <laughs> I say, <laughs> Afro Girl Cycle has joined, I think, from Bristol, if I remember rightly, with, you joined with um, Vera, so welcome. Ridefest 2016, an amazing outfit. Welcome. Um, and just say hello to Sophie Marcus Palakis. Great name, Marcus. High five you for choosing such a cool name. Um, and Mrs. Go Where Scotland joined. Hello, Mrs. Go Where Scotland. If, are you in Scotland? Do you know Mrs. Go Where Scotland? Yeah, that's Anila. She's in the WCCG. Is she in Scotland for real? Does she live in Scotland? Can you hear me? No, it's it's a bit choppy. <laughs> oh no. I'm I'm gonna move. I'm gonna move. I'm gonna move. Can you hear me now? I can hear you. Okay. Cool. Let's see. Uh okay. If you can hear me. I'm going to carry on. Let me know if you can't hear. I can hear you, but I can't see you move. But just carry on. Carry on. Okay. Well, I stopped moving because I was trying to see whether you could hear me. But now I'm going to keep moving. You see me moving. I'm moving. I'm moving. Um, so thank you for the advice about like getting into bikes and, and what you, you um, would do. From a community perspective, like how do you... Ah, wait a minute. We've got questions. We've got questions. Um, hey, we love Jenny. Um, Charlie UK says, what inspired you to write your book, Jenny? Oh, um, that was, it was a bit of a backwards approach where I didn't come up with the idea. I was approached by a publisher who had the idea and they just needed an author and mm -hmm someone who was one of our members, who's also a book editor, uh, he recommended me to them and they got in touch and said, hey, can you write this book? And I said, yeah, why not? Like, how hard can it be? <laughs> I was like, I do this, I've done this, like I calculated, I was like, how many people have I helped actually like build a bike from scratch? And mm -hmm. It's like in the thousands. So I was like, yeah, I should be able to do this. Um, you got but it. it took, you got it. Yeah, but it took nine months and like no social life 
and oh my god uh, but it was pretty good so i uh it came out in 2017 october 2017 so three years ago now yeah 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 yeah. i uh, was checking it out on amazon i was checking it out on amazon so to cut it. <laughs> and it's and and good reads and stuff it's got some decent ratings you you, you know how yeah. to throw it down when it comes to writing a book that's really awesome I was paranoid. I was very paranoid writing it because I was yeah. like, I know the trolls out there, the, yeah. the actually trolls where I was like, you know what? I got to get this. I had this book triple checked by three mechanics for technical editing because yeah. I just didn't, I wouldn't be able to face myself if I knew there was some, like significant or even insignificant but minor mistake about you know technical stuff so yeah technically i still stand behind this book uh but i haven't read it yet <laughs> what so what do you mean how do you not read a book that you wrote i i wrote it and then it got pub. i sent it to the publisher and i was like i don't want to see it ever again i was like i'm sick of this like Okay. You're in it. You're like swimming yeah. for nine months. And then I was like, I'm done. Like, I don't want to see this ever again. And then recently, I think this year, I've been like kind of flicking through going, oh, okay, that's, yeah, I've, I, this could be good in classes. So like I pick mm. out a lot of things where, oh, I could cover that in a class. And I use a lot of the photos and the kind of, um, it's like a step-by-step kind of stuff. Yeah layout so it's been quite useful for that but i um, haven't sat down and like read it no <laughs> i'm so hyped if when as and when it comes i'm so hyped because i was i spoke to duke earlier on today and i i think the guy's gonna block my number because i, I, I need to buy a track i need to buy a track bike. and he's telling me about what his project is about he's doing some amazing stuff which is going to come out soon on the, on the bike but yeah i'm your book is gonna it's going to take me to the promised land. <laughs> so, thank you. Thank you for sending me a copy. Um, I'm, I'm kind of meandering around. And, um, yeah? Oh, please. It, sorry, the, I didn't catch you there, Jenny. What did you I was pleased that it got some decent reviews. Yeah, and it's very. There was one three-star review, which I didn't understand, because the person said... Uh, this book should have been named How to Take a Bike Apart and Put It Back Together. And I was like, well, yeah, it's kind of like that. And then and then at the end of the review, they said, but it's a very good book and it's written really well. And I'm like, why'd you give it three stars then? <laughs> it's still, it's up there. Like, I thought I saw 4.6 out of 5 and stuff. I'm like, wow, that's definitely worth my time. So, <laughs> Jenny, I tell you, when we go to I'm a Celebrity, get me out of it. We're winning the thing. We're just winning <laughs> <laughs> smashing it um on on the topic of um just uh bike and bike fixing i had an idea to ask you about these classes that you've been doing which when i saw the poster i actually just tears just came to my eyes i think it's called hex education yeah. and because i love it because there's a netflix program called sex education which i've been watching and i absolutely adore otis and the crew there and when i saw that i was like this literally wanted to spit my tea out. Can you tell us a bit about Hex Education? And is there, more importantly, is there space? Can I get onto it? Or is it semester? Or how do you, how do, you do it, basically? Tell us about it. Um, well, first off, I didn't come up with the name. That was my colleague, Nigel. So I'm not going to take credit okay. for that. 
Great name, uh, Nigel. But, uh, yeah, Nigel, good job. Um, it, the idea was, so at the beginning of lockdown this year, I decided to kind of reflect on the classes that we were teaching at the time and like, mm -hmm. and any of these translate into an online class because not all of them yeah. will. Uh, yeah. But then I, so I did and I started experimenting with Zoom and trying to figure out, well, what works, what doesn't work. And if I'm talking by myself to a camera, I have to have a script. So basically all mm. the classes are fully scripted. They've got all the equipment laid out. And unlike this, so me and you being able to like buy, bounce ideas off of each other, this is a lot easier. To yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, and then, so I kind of experimented with what classes worked. And then from that, we decided, okay, let's create a, a set package of these were the most popular classes, plus some new ones. They're kind of new and old. And there's about, um, I think there are 20 classes and we started in October and it's not too late to join, although we are approaching December right now. So there's probably, I think only four more classes coming yeah. up. Um, but and everyone who joins for those three months, October, November, December gets access to the online class library as well. Um, I am going to be, so we've, in addition to doing the live classes, which some people really like because then they get to ask questions and, um, some people like the live aspect of it, which is interesting. Yeah. Uh, but some people equally are fine with a recorded class. So yeah. we're going to do it again next year because who knows? I mean, we don't know when the vaccine is coming, right? There is a vaccine, but... I'm hearing good news. I'm hearing good news, people. Yeah, there's some I'm good news. Good. I think light at the yeah. end of the tunnel. I just don't know how long that yeah. tunnel is. Um, yeah. So we're definitely going to do another... I'm going to do like January, February, March, I think again. So... Maybe if you're in, I'm going to also try doing evening classes because currently they are on Fridays at one because I need good lighting. Right, <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> no, it's not for I me. figured that. I figured that. I honestly, like, I figured that out because on with, with this, you know, I'm just like making it up as I go along. So I was speaking to Lex Bedding um, a few weeks back and the sun was still coming through the windows and then. I think 20 minutes in, like, I just became this silhouette with this I need to get some light. You can't, you can't see me. You can't see me. So I got a light. Um, can you, can you, it says we're reconnecting. Can you see me or hear me? Yeah, it's come back. You've come back. Wow. I tell you, the tech gremlins that are in this system right now, they're just trying to mess up our Feng Shui, but it's okay. I use short antiperspirants, so I just stay fresh. <laughs> <laughs> no stress. I want to share a story, though. Once upon a time, so Creed Up, Christopher Strickland, I don't know if you follow him, but he, he does some amazing shots on the bike, and he has his own like, chats, and he's inspiration to me. There was one time when he was doing a live chat like this, and he's, sat, he's, in, he's, on, the, he's on the West Coast, actually, in America, Ah, in the, Christopher Strickland, Creed Up. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was he was in earlier. I don't know if he's still there, but um, he was doing a chat. He's in the Bay Area, and he was outside wearing this beanie, and he was doing. So I was tuned into his chat, and you could see as he's talking, the sun is starting to come towards him, and then he starts like 
perspiring and like he's got his beanie on and I'm like this guy's gonna like melt on the screen and cool as you like he's like I'm sorry I'm just need to go <laughs> reposition myself picks up his laptop and moves and that's life right sometimes it throws stuff your way you just gotta just just do a little dance and be like alright we roll with it so if it cuts off we'll come back again don't worry that's fine yeah. Um, so we're making progress. I'm keeping the track on time and trying not to talk too much. Um, I wanted to just switch into, <laughs> I like talking, um, WCCG, so the Women of Colour Cycling Group. Your group. Yeah, for sure. With Jules, Yui, um, Sonia, Alison, Sarah, Nevin. It blows my mind because... Have you ever eaten Weetabix? Yes, I have eaten Weetabix. <laughs> nah, so this will work. So if, if anyone else has eaten Weetabix, let me know because put a thumbs up or something, just a quick press on it. Because your group is like Weetabix when there's a spoonful of sugar in it, but someone didn't stir it. It's like, that is the good stuff. Does it relate? Just eat the whole thing. It's the sweet spot. Of life, is what I'm trying to say. You, you feel, no, it doesn't. Okay. Basically, because there's so many amazing people, so many amazing people. So Theo, Theo Phyllis, Nevin, Marcus is in. Where's this going? Sarah, Sarah, I think I brought it back. I think I brought it back. So basically, you, your group is, is a sweet spot. Like so many inspirational women doing so many wonderful things. Um, two years old, is it? Is that right? Is it two years old? Yeah. How did that? start like and what, what it's this week wasn't it yeah. i think i saw awesome like how did it start and like what's the mission like i know you said you're working through some stuff in terms of charity international organization or some stuff like that I, I, but what 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 made it come together and where are you trying to take it really because i love it i love it i'm glad you do um we need that support uh i think it always had been kind of floating around um, I had met Aisha McGowan a few years before that to interview her for the podcast. And I think she mentioned that she was looking for like a black girls to bike group mm -hmm. or something in, in London when she was visiting. And she's like, there isn't one. And I kind of like turned to Jules at that point. I'm like, you should start one. And she's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> Like, no. I'm like, no. <laughs> Just straight, no. Not even, did she not even give you some words? She was just like, no, I'm not doing it. I, she, I think she was kind of like, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh -huh. <laughs> we interviewed Jules for the podcast this time. And mm -hmm. I think we had a chat, like, during the recording of the podcast where we were, WCCG didn't exist yet. and But we were talking about it and, like, I think maybe a month later, there was a Galdem article that came out about um, like why why are there no black women at Ride London? Um, like the woman who wrote it was like, I am the only one here. This is weird. And that's when me and Jules looked at each other and we're like, okay, it's time. Like, let's just do this. Let's experiment. We'll keep it really simple because again, we're both starters, not finishers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're like, or maybe I shouldn't label Jules as that, but me for sure. She speaks for herself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but 
I think we both knew it would it would be work if we made this big official thing. So we're like, let's just start easy. Let's see if there's any interest. And luckily, look, mom, no hands were really wonderful, and they gave us like the whole back corner. Uh, every we did every third Monday of the month, and it was just like just come along, and it was advertised word of mouth online, uh, not super widely, but it was London centric at the time. And we just, it was really casual. People came uh, and we didn't really have an agenda. It was just more like, hey, do you, do you want to meet up? Like, let's chat yeah. and have some burgers and drinks. And, and then uh, when lockdown came, mm. when we were like, oh, well, why don't we take it online? And luckily, we have Sarah, who is a professional facilitator and does really? work with, with Brené Brown. Yeah, she's she's a, you know, pro. Uh, very talented. Uh, managed to get the Zoom up and running and got, got everything set up. And uh, we had a really great first Zoom meeting. And it was like this is this is working like this is okay and we realized like well we can go national now because wow. we're not confined to a, a city so we started to get people from all over the country joining and again it's still like word of mouth like mm -hmm. we don't have any we we're all doing it um in our volunteer yeah yeah and we're we really galvanized, I think, after, you know, you really had the murders of Ahmaud Arbery and then Brown Taylor and George Floyd. And after that, it was like, okay, we need to create a support. This is becoming a yeah. support group. Like, yeah. this is a safe space. This is like a place where people can come and feel comfortable. And we felt like that was really important to provide. So we yeah. have a really, really active WhatsApp group where people talk and uh, we've got a Facebook group. I don't really use Facebook, um, but that's quite active as well. Mm -hmm. And we've got our Twitter and Instagram going and yeah. soon, soon we'll get a website. But yeah, it no, takes time. It takes time. You steps, you know, steps. And like, if you're in that Millennium Falcon, which I know you are, and the lights are coming towards you, you're coming up with all these ideas. I imagine it's like, Okay, so wait, Jenny, like, Jules, where, where are our priorities right now? Like, everyone's trying to do it on the side of the desk, probably. And, yeah, so it takes time, but amazing that you're doing this. And um, I think everyone that I've spoken to that's been part of, you know, WCCG, the Women of Colour Cycling Group, has spoken highly of, before, you know, you and I got to speak, has spoken highly of this, the, the value that it brings and the space, safe space that you talked about. Like, Sonia, when I talked to Sonia about it, she was like, I love it. I just get to talk yeah. to people who just get it and they get me and I don't have to think about anything like, you know, when people do that code switch and all that stuff, you can just be yourself. And that's what, you know, I love, I love that. It's like a sort of real family camaraderie type thing. Um, so awesome. And, oh, look, Kenny Sykes, this guy here is one of my best friends from like yonder. <laughs> hey, Kenny. Um, and I also saw, do you know Dirt Drops as well? Chris Corona in America. Chris Corona. Epic. He did a podcast with um, Chris Creedup. We got to hang out. Chris Corona, Creedup, 
um, dirt jobs, expecting a baby, I think in January. So he's going to go up to three children. Crazy fool, crazy fool. I'm going to put it on air. Crazy fool. Um, and Doug, Doug Schneider, he's here as well. I saw him pop up earlier. Doug is like Mr. Regular. He's over in the West Coast as well. I think he's about to move home. And he, every week, he's here to share love and stuff, support. So look, our life for Unity Family, we appreciate you and Jenny and I loving just this journey and sharing the stories. Oh, look at these hearts. Can you see them? Yeah, yeah. And I see oh. Sarah and Evan, thank you. Ah, this is it. This is it. This is it. And, uh, you know, just briefly, when, you know, George Floyd died, that's really when this whole thing with Unity for me started, because I said it before and I said it again, it just made me feel, even though I was in a beautiful cosmopolitan, multicultural bubble, I thought, like, I need to come off the bench. Like, if my kids, I've got three kids, Chris, we can talk tactics. Um <laughs> It's, it's all about, it's not, you don't do man-to-man marking because it's literally or person-to-person marking because I've got a son and two daughters. Like We take zones and so my wife goes upstairs, I go downstairs. And if something happens in your zone, you deal with it. That's how we work the situation. <laughs> That's it. It's, it's like the Hunger Games, you know, the back survival of it. But no, I started to buy for Unity back then in June because I was just like, I just need to do something to bring people together and unite them. Because I think yeah. without doubt, you know, we get it. We're all here. We get it. Like, there's more that brings us together than divides us. But social media at that time was like, you just needed to duck because people were just angry. And you get it. You know, you understand it. So I love what you're doing with WCCG. Please carry on doing it because it's just the sweet spot, the, the good stuff. Um, I can't wait to see what comes next. And uh, oh, Kirsty's here. Kirsty Smith from Specialized. Hello, Kirsty. We see you. Give us a little wave. Give us a little wave. Lovely to see you. Thanks for joining. Um, so look, 2020 has been a monumental year. <laughs> I, I, I can say that, right? It has been, it's, that's a word for it. I mean, you could call it other things. Um, it's been a I wanted to ask, it's been a what? <laughs> it's been a decade in a year. <laughs> a decade. It has been. I think there's been so much and it's affected people in so many ways. Like for you, when you reflect on it, 11 months into the year, Obviously, none of us knew we'd be here. Like, no one knew that. But what do you think will be, like, a main... Because there probably be a lot of things. But what do you think will be a main takeaway from you about 2020, you know, this, this year that we've lived? Um, I think, for me, the biggest... I think the best thing that could have happened was being flexible and being able to adapt to weird situations. It's like, you don't know what's going to come around the corner. So, you know, and you're allowed to take a moment to just be shocked and absorb and, you know, gather yourself and then sit down and figure out like, okay, well then what are we going to do? Because we can't control the virus, but we've got other areas that we do have, um, autonomy or control over so it's more about being flexible and not being angry i guess Mm -hmm. like that's wasted energy and it's about being constructive i think that's like and, and being able to see that and apply it in different situations. So like with yeah. WCCG and how we changed how we do things and LBK and how we change how we do things and 
Yeah, it's just been a real roller coaster, but at the same time, you know, it's character building. <laughs> right, right. I totally, I feel you, I feel you. And like, just two quick shares on that. Like, when you talk about the angry thing, I think that really, really strikes me. So today when I was out, my friend Frank, Frank is my Irish route master. Like, any ride with him is just hilarious because his Irish accent, is, it, I've known him for years, but it just kills me every time. I just find it really heartening. And it's a great I, accent. I love it. I love it. it. I trust him imminently. Like, as soon as he says, let's go here, I'm like, all right, we to go. I don't question him because he's just, sounds wholesome. We're riding along today and um, a guy shouts out of his window. He's in a four by four with his mate. He just starts shouting abuse at us because we're on the, and he had no reason to. There was so much space. I think he said the words along with the effect. There was some swear words in it, but like, I should get a paper round or something. And it, I don't think it's anything to do with colour. I don't think it was anything to do with anything. It's just, he came from behind and he was like, cyclist in my way. Ah! And in the past, I won't lie to you, I would have been like, this guy, he needs to get the smoke. But he didn't stop. So I guess he didn't want the smoke, which is cool. But I just was like, I feel sorry for you. Like, you carry that amount of anger around with you and you feel the need to demonstrate your superiority because you're in a tin can thing and I'm not and I'm more vulnerable and I was like I don't know why maybe it's a quaba yoga or whatever it is I'm doing I just wasn't angry I was just like I've got time for this I'm gonna talk to Jenny this evening I need to look forward to that right like I count all the blessings count all the joy and yeah so I'm with you on that so thank you for sharing that um your your sort of I guess reflections on the year that has been we just Sorry? Uh, It just cut out for a second, but I was going to say, it feels really freeing to have that reaction Mm -hmm. instead of getting angry. Like, similarly, Mm -hmm. uh, last week I was waiting, uh, I was about to, like, cross traffic. Actually, it was, like, a fairly empty road, and I was kind of creeping out, and I was like, is anyone around? And then this cyclist just zooms past across me, and he was like, yells out a bunch of F-words at me, and I just... I don't know why this came out, but I just shouted, I love you. Have a wonderful day. And I, I was like, I think that pissed off even more. <laughs> what is this a thing? I think I love that. I re- It wasn't me, by the way. I'm going to come clean. It wasn't me. It wasn't me. But I love that because I feel like, you, you know, people can't. You give them the power, right? Like, if they say some nonsense to you, you give them that power. You've got the choice and the chance to choose your reaction. And um, it's a challenge, like, every day. Like, all the stuff we're dealing with, and it's up to us to be the legends that we continue to be. Like, if you're here right now and you're listening to this, you've been a legend for this whole year because you've made it this far. And I think it's, like, 20-something days to... And I'm not going to say the Christmas word, but we're close. We're getting there. So let's hold on because this vaccine's coming and we're going to party... Jenny, I think we're going to be broke. I don't know about you, but I've calculated all the parties and birthdays and bar mitzvahs and bikes I need to buy and holidays I need to go on. I think next year I'm going to be broke. What about you? <laughs> I'm I'm trying to budget. Are you? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm failing. Every time I talk to someone, you've got four bikes. Now I'm talking to you. I'm like, I need a utility workhorse. And I didn't know what one of those was, but I need a workhorse now. <laughs> right. you got, do you have a car? Yeah, I've got a car. Well, Should I sell the car. <laughs> How am I going to take my kids to school? In a car.
cargo bike. An e-cargo bike. They, 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 they're quite big now, you know. <laughs> but, but, but on that, they do love bikes. And what I love about what you do with WCCG is that I've got three kids. So my son is the eldest and I've got two girls. And I think this whole year has made me more conscious of my, you know, biases and stuff. And I want my girls to think like you do. I want them to come and do work experience for WCCG and be like, we can do whatever the fun we want. Because you do, you you all rock like in different ways, you do your thing and it's inspirational. And I think that's the path to a better world, inclusivity and everyone bringing their best A-game, like Avengers or something like that. That sounds about right. <laughs> yeah, it sounds about right. Oh, look, um, B-Star, great friend of mine. Oh, Biola's here as well. B-Star, I think you should feature a bike you... Hang on a minute. It's gone. A bike... What What did you say? A bike uh, you want on the ground. Tom has pointed out that your kids can ride bikes too. They're on it. I've got the bikes. So you don't have to... What do you need the car for? <laughs> Cycling infrastructure. So this is my next mission. I'm going to work on it. Like you, I've got ideas, right? I've got ideas. We need the cycling infrastructure to be a bit better because I don't want to risk my kids just taking out and putting them on because she had to carry them. I didn't. I just got to just, oh, I look like Simba. Just look at this. <laughs> um, so i got to keep it moving because I think we're almost coming to time and stuff. And you've covered a lot of, of stuff for me. And one of the things I did want to talk about um future plans for cycling life in general like i know we can't plan a lot of stuff but when you start budgeting about the new bikes that you want to buy like and stuff that happens and like what what what's next what's coming because you've done the mechanic thing you're london's bike kitchen director you've got the podcast which i know is on pause you've written a book maybe you need to write another book but what's in the future plans for jenny really um it's really hard because part of me is like i can barely plan for next week and we've got the, the winter holiday season, mm. which we call Winterville, um, at the workshop. And we do a big 12 days of Winterville sale. So that's coming. Mm. And I plan for that. Um, so I can't really think about next year, although I am thinking of another book. And also trying to figure out some way of maybe teaching in real life if we have to do another year until we get a vaccine, mm -hmm. sorry, another, a vaccine because we can't teach in our current space. So got to find another bigger space. Uh, we are, LVK is getting evicted anyways. So oh, nice. find another home again. Well, not again, but it's our third eviction notice. Like I just don't believe them anymore. Um, no. yeah. You know, what's going to happen after Brexit? Like, Yeah, so much, isn't it? There's so much. Yeah. I think yeah. what we do is we, we take the London Bike Kitchen internationally. I think Tokyo could do with a bike kitchen. I don't know. I haven't done the market research. New York, I know other countries have them. But you could go global with this thing. Oh, it's not my idea. I stole it. So, like, okay. people can take it and run with it. Um, Jim's just posted outdoor bike classes. I'm like, do you want to go outside right now and learn about? No, <laughs> I don't want to. No, no, 
I, I had a puncture today and it was the funniest thing. Like I normally wear these surgical gloves when I'm changing it. Like they disintegrated because I haven't had a puncture for so long. They like shredded and fell like into mush on the floor. And then I was bending over trying to get the tie over the thing. And then because I'm getting older, I tried to get up and I was like, ooh, that really hurt. But anyhow, I digress. We've got probably about three minutes. So you've got to keep me honest. One last thing. See, I told you to come back. So we've got a couple of minutes left. I wanted to do some rapid fire questions. So you can't talk too much. I can't talk too much. Just okay. I borrowed this from Creed Up. Just get to know Jenny. So what would your dream bike be? Uh, a, a, a e-cargo bike. <laughs> Cargo bike. Thank you. What's it? What is your favorite film? Uh, Waiting for Guffman. Oh, I haven't watched that one. Um, book that you're currently trying to finish because you're really busy. So I, you're probably trying to finish a lot of things. Oh, I'm I'm reading a book called The Butchering Art. It's about a medical Victorian medical surgery. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Check that out. Check that out. Um, Special dish, like if if someone came around to your house in the future and Jenny was going to make throw down, you know, like what would it be? What's your favorite dish to cook and eat? Uh, DIY sushi. Oh, I like that with the bites yeah. and everything. Okay, um, Principal Mark, there's no rap questions. I know you love the music. I saw you when Ted was here. He was trying to get me to sing. You digress. Um, <laughs> song of the moment, like, is there a song at the moment that's playing in your head that you you, you play quite a lot? Um, well, today it's been a lot of Queen. I like that. I like that. That's amazing. Freddie Mercury. Oh, that's brilliant. You've been, Jenny, you've been awesome. Thank you so much. We've still got about 30 30 seconds to maybe a minute. I'd love to just hand over to you. Is there anything that you'd like to share with anybody before we wrap up and say, start the weekend right, people, and get your weekend started? Keep your tires pumped. Clean your chain. Keep, keep your tires pump, clean your chain, and... Say hi. Just wave. Be nice. Like Wave. We're all in this together. <laughs> we are. And be, be kind. Definitely be kind. But I want to say, borrowing from your, your slogan, fix shit or cry trying. Yes. <laughs> <laughs>